Welcome to the Learning Lab, and I'm your host, Nick Warren, delivering this podcast from the beautiful city of Maple Ridge, British Columbia. On today's episode, I'm going to feature a growth mindset story. This story has a particular focus on perseverance and not giving up. You may not recognize the path this person takes, but I can guarantee you that you'll recognize the name and what this person created when I reveal it at the end. All the information from this podcast was obtained from biography.com, snaggerjob.com, and businessinsider.com. Now, it's more than 100 years ago in the year 1890 in the U.S. A boy named Harlan is born in a seemingly normal family at the time until tragedy strikes. At just six years old, in 1896, Harlan's father passes away. Now, Harlan is now left to do many of the chores around the house, take care of his siblings, his brother and sister that are both younger than him, and do all the cooking as his mom was working all day and often into the night. By age seven, just a year later, he was known as a good cook around the community, making all meals from scratch and often creating them from food on the farm. Now, this came out as necessity as he was left home with his younger siblings as his mom worked all day. If Harlan didn't cook, then they didn't eat. And it was as simple as that. Say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And of course, these meals included breakfast. When Harlan was 12, his mother remarried, but his stepfather wasn't a big fan of kids. And so Harlan was sent to live with his aunt and work on a farm when he wasn't in school. He spent his days at school in the early mornings and time after school and into the evening working on the farm. Soon Harlan realized that he would rather work all day instead of going to school. He dropped out of school when he was in the seventh grade. Now remember, this is in the early 1900s at this point. So dropping out of school in the seventh grade wasn't too uncommon at the time. This may be harder than you think. He may be thinking that at this point, this actually may be harder than you think. Fast forward a few years, Harlan is 16 years old and he joins the army. If you know a bit about the army, you know that you have to be at least 18 years old to join the army. Harlan actually fakes his age and gets into the army at just 16 years old. In the army, over the next year, he gets into a few fistfights with some other people and he was discharged from the army after only one year. This is quite a life so far. And remember, at this point, he's only 17 years old. Next, after this, after being discharged from the army, Harlan gets a job in the railway, working long days as a laborer. However, this did not last long. He gets into another fight, working as a laborer on the railway, and is fired from this job. Next, he thinks maybe he'll put his mind to work and begins to study law. But that is actually short-lived again. If you guess he got into another fight, you would be correct. Yes, another fight for Harland. So what happens next? Well, he actually goes back to someone he hasn't seen since he was 12 years old. More about that after this break. Why did the bee go to the doctor? Because she had hives. Welcome back. This is the Learning Lab, and I'm your host, Nick Warren. Today, we're hearing about a remarkable story of a man named Harlan that showed remarkable perseverance and grit to create something known all around the world. Before the commercial break, we heard about Harlan getting into fights and trying to find himself. 
he's had quite a few life experiences, and remember, he's still only a teenager at this point. So what does Harlan do at this point? I mentioned before the break that he went back as someone he had not seen since he was 12. He actually goes back to live with his mom, and he starts selling life insurance. Have you ever heard the story or the saying, the history repeats itself? Well, in this case, and this situation, it does. And guess what? He gets fired again for insubordination and for fighting while selling insurance. I think if this happened today, he might be in jail or word may get around on social media with all this fighting and everything, and he may not be allowed to work in many of these jobs. But Harlan is one persistent person, though. After this, he had jobs selling tires, then making lighting systems, and then actually operating a ferry boat. Then in 1920, at 30 years old, remember he was born in 1890, he founded his own ferry boat company. He gets his company up and running, gets it all started, gets it going, and then he tries to sell it as he, he has a bright idea to create a lamp manufacturing company. That's right, a lamp manufacturing company. He has his plan set for this, and what happens? Actually, this time, it's not a fight. That's not what happens. It's something else. There's another company nearby that beat him to it. They got to the competition first, and he already created a lighting company just like his, but a bit better. So there goes that idea for Harlan. Once again, no luck in this situation. And what does he do next? Well, let's find out. I love carpet. I love desk. Rick, are you just looking at things in the office and saying that you love them? I love lamp. Do you really love the lamp, or are you just saying it because you saw it? I love lamp. I love lamp. I thought that would be appropriate since Harlan tried to create a lamp manufacturing company. Downwards is the only way forwards. Let's move on though. Fast forward 10 years and Harlan is now 40 years old in the year 1930. He's working at a service station, which is basically like a gas station, but remember this is 1930, so gas stations were a lot different. Um, there were service stations where they not only had gas, but they did other things um, on your car. And so Harlan went back to his roots as a kid and started selling chicken at the service station. Remember, as a kid, at just age six and then seven, he had to start making food for his younger brother and sister as his mom was working. So he went back to those roots. He started selling chicken at the service station, which is one of his specialties as a youngster. And word started to get around that his food was pretty good. And then he started to advertise it. A competitor came by, and Harlan just went back down. A shootout occurred, and some people actually died. Harlan wasn't injured, but this set him back. Four years later, Harlan gets enough money together to buy a hotel. It's actually like a little motel. And a restaurant, he has a restaurant in it, where he's featuring some of his favorite dishes that he's, create, that he's created from scratch until the unthinkable happens. The motel and his restaurant burns down. There is nothing left. Now, most people at this point would say, things just aren't going my way. I haven't had any luck. What's the point? I should just give up now. Nothing's going my way, but not Harland. He would not think like this. He rebuilds his motel and the restaurant, and things are going okay. 
they're actually going well until something out of his control halts this once again. World War II starts, and he is forced to close it down. Now, after the war, he restarts his restaurants, and his recipe takes off. In 1952, at age 62, when most people are retired, things actually take off for him. And the governor of the state of Kentucky, at age 62, gives him the highest honor that anyone could receive in the state of Kentucky. The governor gives him the title of colonel. And after that, he uses his last name, not his first name, Harlan, but his last name in all his advertisements and calls it Colonel Sanders' Secret Recipe. And that's how Kentucky Fried Chicken was born. Sunday dinner. There's just something about Sunday dinner that makes it the best meal of the week. Maybe it's the steaming bowls of mashed potatoes and thick brown gravy. Maybe it's the tasty tender chicken fried up golden brown. Whatever it is, Sunday dinner is it. The best meal of the week. Only one little problem. Ever try taking it places? Like church socials, parties, or ball games? Announcing the portable Sunday dinner by Colonel Sanders. He cooks up Kentucky Fried Chicken in his kitchen, then packs it up in his handy bucket. All you do is pick it up. Imagine, the best meal of the week travels everywhere, every day of the week. Okay, Colonel, hit the road. That was a real commercial from 1968 with none other than the colonel himself in that commercial. Rejection, bad luck, setbacks, misfortune. None of that stopped Colonel Harlan Sanders to doing something spectacular, even if it took him 62 years to do so, in creating one of the largest fast food chains in the world. He wouldn't let anything defeat him. So next time you're thinking about giving up, think about the colonel. Just don't follow in his footsteps with all the fighting.